Hello everyone, welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast live and today I am so excited to welcome my beautiful guest Tess Hilson Greener and today she's going to be sharing how to build a healthier organization and as well as how can leaders and managers take their employees to a new level in terms of behavior and input. But before Tess comes on to come and share this amazing, wonderful um, topic with our listeners, let me just tell you a little bit about Tess. So Tess is the founder um, of Talenta Health Group, which provides a unique range of interpersonal interpersonal solutions by providing access to a community of qualified experts who have the latest and the most advanced knowledge of best practices in leadership, management, well-being, diversity and career development. And so, you know, they offer access to the latest research, practical evidence and proven solutions that are all in place. So it's really amazing to have her on the show today. And so today we're going to be talking about how do you access what is healthy organisation and how can leaders and managers take their employees to a new level in terms of behavior and output. So welcome to the beautiful Tessa. Nice to see you. Hello, nice to see you too, Hannah. Thank you so much for coming. You look amazing and radiant. How was your day today? <laughs> very good, very good. Met some lovely people online, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're all are right now, isn't it? The power it of online. Definitely. We met online, didn't we? <laughs> we did. <laughs> Absolutely. So good to have you on the show. And I know that, you know, you've been running your company for um, many years now, you know, the Talenta Health Group. So just tell us a little bit more about your motivation in actually um, starting that business. Yeah, um, I started really as a non-executive director um, many years ago, working with organisations um, sort of in two ways really one as a non-exec director but one as an employee for um various areas like learning and development and health um was a really big topic that we had um around the welfare of employees so yeah. of what we we discovered was um obviously all the skills training and the knowledge training really helps people but definitely need to be more focused on what people need to know about their organization in terms of how to make themselves feel better about what they're doing and particularly considering we've just been through a pandemic how do yeah. we manage ourselves and how do we manage the stress that we've gone through better mm. um, it wasn't such a big focus um, but now it's become much more of a sharper focus for organizations Absolutely. And I know that you offer quite a wide range of training. Just take us through one or two um, training that you actually offer many of your clients. Yeah, what we do is we, we look at an organisation in terms of um, many different areas, really. We look at the health, the behaviour, the capability, um, the rules, policies, environment, procedures. Mm. Um, we also look at the leadership management values um, yes of the organization and also the strategic direction so where's the company trying to go um, mm -hmm. and how do we make sure that people within the organization can get there in in a productive way yes so that really sort of encompasses all the person's career really so it helps them to really understand what do i need to know about myself and what do i need to learn um, mm. to be a really productive member of this this company and how can i add the best um, of myself in terms of what I'm going to do when I go forward and, and develop myself further in, in yes. my career. Absolutely. Self-development is so powerful. It's really yeah. 
is a is an ongoing process. It's not the end of the journey. There's always so much to learn, and yes. you know a lot of the training that you offer really benefits many, um, you know, workplaces and um, leadership. So that's really awesome and amazing. So you know, let's get into the conversation of you know building a healthy organization. Um, as we all know, you know, um, organizational health is the key to a formal well-being strategy. Um, and that is inclusive of all in the company. So, you know, so how do you now um, assess what a healthy organization is? Yeah, we start very much with um, what, where has the company stuck its stake in the ground? So at the moment, companies are deciding, do we become a hybrid company? Do we yeah. have a flexible working policy? How do we want people to come back to the organization? And then how do we re-engage with them? How do we onboard them back into the business? Yeah. <clears throat> so what we're doing at the moment is we're helping organizations to see, first of all, the change that they need to make so people can work more flexibly. Um, because it's been very much a, you're in the office or you're not in the office. Now we're yeah. moving to a different model where people are partly in the office and partly out of the office. So one of the things that we look at is to assess the current practices that companies have to work with mm -hmm. HR and L&D and to look at how they're currently developing that going forward. Um, on the HR side, we look at the policies they have in place and the flexible approach that they're going to offer. Because in a lot of recruitment now, it's all about flexibility. Companies now mm. recognise that people want the flexibility to be able to work from home more and to be um, able to go into the office. Um, so we start with that. We do the assessment across all those areas I mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. And we look at the culture that you'd need to create to make an organisation work in a flexible model. Um, so one of the things we try and, and, and help people to find out about is mm. don't create bias. Do not have um, a situation with managers where you have people in the office and people not in the office who are getting treated differently. So let's treat everyone the same. Let's have a, a management approach to how we develop people, how we manage people and how we work with them remotely as well. Um, so it's a complete change at the moment and a lot of organisations are working very hard on how can we support this going forward um, mm. and also can we put in, t in place to offer a really good strong learning portfolio, what training do people need to do, um, yeah. how can we get our managers trained up to coach and develop people remotely um, and how would that apply in a, in a global framework as well. That sounds really amazing. And I think, you know, some people find it quite um, difficult to work from home and others actually find it quite easy. Um, how have you been able to kind of help organisations with that? Um, I think that from what I've seen, you know, and it's very hard because people have had to, it's all very well if you've got the luxury of an office at home, but if you don't, yeah. you're working at the edge of a coffee table or in the kitchen or whatever. Um, I think what we, we have to be more flexible with each other and understand that we can't expect people who are working from home to be um, as if they're sitting in a meeting in an office. So mm. we have to be flexible with that. We, we recommend all the technology, the headphones to, to manage with noise and everything else. Um, but we also ask um, help companies to identify what uh, technology people would need to work from home and then we help them to put together um, mm. a development program so they can use the technology effectively and also have a policy behind it so it supports mm -hmm. a flexible environment. 
absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the um, um, remote work policies that I've actually read um, recently was um, really, really um, simple. And it, and it just kind of cover simple things that, you know, people who are working from home should basically follow. So um, a few of them was basically provide the right tools for successful work and collaboration. Yes. And also to um, basically just establish clear rules about working remotely yes. and um, determine how employees would work remotely. And um, part of the policies that um, is to do with remote working, does that really um, kind of look like something that you've kind of looked at as well in terms of the policy? It's interesting because we've done a number of surveys as well with people because a lot of companies are insisting that people have their videos on. A lot right. of companies are saying it's your choice. Mm. Um, it's it's very interesting and again it's it's company by company. Um, you have to make a judgment call on that. I think the main thing around this is flexibility. Is absolutely. You know, is, is being able to say, yeah, that person is working on their kitchen table, you know, they've got all this stuff going on, so we're going to book our meetings at a time that suits everybody. Mm. Um, and it's about that flexibility as well, really. And, and on the video side, it was a very mixed response, to be honest. Mm. It was some people, I, I, I always wonder whether it's to do with being an introvert or an extrovert in some way. <laughs> A lot of people say, I love being on the video, I like, you know, and sometimes yeah. I prefer just to, you know, just to so I can take notes and I don't mm -hmm. have to like I'm listening. So, I, again, it's it's very much, I would I would find out internally, do a survey, ask employees. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you can have working groups working on any policy, you're going to get better buy-in anyway. Absolutely. So, you know, give us maybe tips on how people can actually work remotely successfully um, especially during this season? I think manage your diary effectively. Um, yeah, you absolutely. know, If you're going to do meetings, make sure that you are set up for those meetings. You know, don't just buzz in uh, a second beforehand before you mm. set up. Try and find an area that you can dedicate to what, where you're working. Yeah. Um, definitely upskill yourself on the technology. Make sure everything works. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> always go on and, and check the camera setup and everything else. And don't be nervous about the background you have because you can blur backgrounds now. You can have any background you want. Um, and that looks very professional. Um, yeah. I would say attire is important. Um, I think it's always good to give a good impression when you're whether you're in the office or you're working from home, you're still at work. So it's, mm. it's probably not the time to be wearing Hawaiian shirts and, and sunglasses. <laughs> For sure, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Have, you, have you heard stories? Have you heard stories of, you know, some of the most funniest um, ways people are showing up online, working remotely, um, there was one story that I actually kind of read online and that was, um, you know, someone wearing a very professional attire on the top, but then at the bottom they had maybe like shorts on, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's really funny. And and then another one was when someone's um, was on the, on the, they were on the Zoom and they were having a meeting and they probably didn't really understand how to use the tabs and the tools on Zoom. And he was showing um, a an animal feature rather than their face. Yes. So, <laughs> so absolutely, you did, you know, nearly on the head some of the things that we need to basically do when we are working remotely. So thank you so much for that, Tess. 
Um, also, I think also, I always assume that the camera could be turned on at any point. So yes. <laughs> that's the best thing is to be prepared for that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's because um, you just don't know what could happen, to be quite honest with you. No. And it's always important to be prepared um, for the unexpected, to be quite honest. And so, you know, people feel so much motivated when they're being encouraged by their bosses, you know, and their managers. And so I just wanted to touch on, you know, um, how leaders and managers can actually take their employees um, to a new level in terms of their behaviors as well as the output. So if you can share some knowledge on that, that would be really great. Yeah, I, I, um, there's been a lot around coaching about well-being and about resilience. Yeah. I think it's, it's the whole holistic thing about managing somebody. I think that building trust with with your team members is a one-to-one -one basis to start yes. with. Um, mm -hmm. we do offer a range of psychometrics which we use to help people see themselves see where there's potential strengths and where their potential development is yes. um, and that's what we use as a basis for coaching as well um, but more importantly with managers i think you need to be much more available um, yeah because I, I managed a big team recently of 40 when we were doing some training and mm. um, they could either WhatsApp me in a group or they could call me or they could Teams me. You know, there was lots of different ways of them getting in touch with me. Yes. Um, I think it's that availability. I think the nervousness is when you're not in an office, someone can't just walk down the corridor and say, I've just had an idea. But mm. if you're connected and there's always a way of getting to talk to you, particularly in WhatsApp groups. You can set that up quite easily and have your team members all joining into that. And, and to have, you know, sort of regular meetings with your team members, just to make see how they're going, just to have conversations about, you know, how it's how it's going for them. Like you've asked me, how have you found mm. from home? What are the challenges you're facing and, and what can we do to help? Absolutely. I think it's so crucial because it's about building a great relationship with your employees and really building up their confidence. And that way they're able to share, you know, some of their um, challenges or difficulties. And you can both kind of find a way to support them, you know, which is really important to be quite honest. Yes. Um, so, you know, how can, you know, the managers actually motivate them? If you can give us one or two tips of how they can actually motivate their employees. Yes. Um, I think um, it depends on what their work is. Let's say, let's take someone who's in sales. Yeah. Um, maybe a person who's um, doing recruitment. Let's take that as an example. They're yeah. at home. They're calling a number of companies. You know, they, 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 at times they're not getting the reaction that they want. So they feel quite mm -hmm. down with that. Yeah. Um, I always set up something called a 515, which is... Um, at the end of each day or at the end of each week, you have um, a 15-minute meeting and you mention three to five things that have gone well in the week. Wow, yeah. jump in on that and they say, that's gone really well for me. The same thing if someone's doing an activity where they need support from colleagues, uh, particularly mm -hmm. if they're cold calling or they're trying to get into new clients, is reach out to someone within your team and buddy up with them get somebody who's got the skill set that they like doing that type of thing to work with someone who maybe doesn't like doing it as much mm -hmm. and they can start to then develop um, some techniques on how they do that. 
absolutely very much spot on indeed. Um, I wanted to touch on, you know, equality and diversity in the workplace. And I wanted to ask about, you know, how to kind of promote equality and diversity in the, in the workplace. Um, what is your take on that for organisations on how to do this? Yeah, um, I think really it starts, um, I, I always start with the compliance side in terms of looking at the policies and procedures, because yes. um, I think if they're not correct, then mm. you won't be able to support people going forward. Um, I have done a lot of development with HR teams in terms of understanding mm. um, the Equality Act and all the other acts associated and legislation around equality. And then it's around training. There's been a lot of discussion around unconscious bias and whether yeah. it's effective or not. A lot of people, and I completely understand, you know, you cannot mm. change behaviour in somebody in a very short period of time. Um, I think it's more important to understand the legal impacts that yes. this legislation has and then to start setting up communities within the company um, to make sure that there isn't anything that is mm. taken in a way that could be seen as being discriminatory across the whole organisation and then reach out, make sure that your employment, um, recruitment and everything else is, is completely appealing to all people in all communities. Yes, equally. absolutely. Indeed. I mean, what do you think um, some companies are actually missing when it comes to diversity? I think they tend to focus on the, some, just get some ideas of what they want to do and not completely focus on the whole holistic aspect of it so mm. it's not just around um, putting people into boxes I think it's more about understanding yeah. how you can build a trust uh, level within an organization and then focus on how we can support each other as a culture going forward um, mm. because it's it's not it's not about um, race or or where you are in society it's it's about how we treat with each other with respect and I, I think if you have that level of, um, I would say that level of compassion with each other, yeah. and you, you create that within the organisation and you wrap policies and compliance mm. procedures around it, then there really isn't any reason anyone should not be behaving in, in an appropriate way, really. Absolutely, indeed. Um, so tell us how people can actually reach out to you and be part of your amazing training and academy. Um, give me a call. Um, that you'll get the number afterwards. Um, yes, email probably. me um, or um, join our WhatsApp group. Mm -hmm. Details of that. Um, I'm always open to hearing from everyone. Um, just if you have a question, email me on LinkedIn. IM me. Um, any of the the contact details I've given. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And um, one question from one of our guests is about um, promoting health and well-being in the workplace. Um, they just wanted to know, um, do you actually support that as well? Definitely. Yeah. Um, we have a team of experts who are fa fantastic in this area. They deliver 24-7 training all over the world. They're mm. highly qualified um, and they work across the whole gambit. So mental health, health and resilience, um, physical health, the whole work. So when we go and we supply all those levels of development. Indeed, absolutely. I mean, what advice would you give to someone who's actually um, been very down in terms of health and well-being during this, um, you know, pandemic? What is your advice to them as we are slowly easing off by July? What would that advice be? 
I think um, you need to first of all reach out to mm. um, there are a lot of groups and on our site we have a lot of companies that you can reach out to but talk to somebody definitely yeah. you know um, we've all had times in our lives when we've found things very difficult I, I, I myself I've spoken to Samaritans before because mm. you know, I've, reached, I've reached a point where I've been very wide about something and I needed to talk to somebody and you don't necessarily want to talk to family but you need to talk to somebody yes, so I, 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 would, I would say reach out in no problem is too big for anybody to hear and it makes you feel better when you share it with somebody um, and then after that see where you take it from there absolutely what has been some of your um greatest challenges in kind of starting and running your own business um i think i think we talked about this earlier but i think procrastination <laughs> can be one <Yeah. laughs> um, because you kind of get a manana thing where you think well i'll do that tomorrow um and and it's it's not through lack of trying i think sometimes you can have so much to do that you kind of are running on the spot almost um, because you know, there's so many things to do in a day. Yeah. I think the main thing is to have, I work with some amazing people who are so full of ideas and so motivated. It mm. rubs off and it makes me feel that I want to do more. And, and I think enjoy what you're doing. You know, it's not a job, it's a passion and mm. enjoy doing that. Like yourself, yes. it, it comes through, you sparkle when you talk because you're enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely, indeed. And, you know, um, what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking of maybe starting their business, especially during this uncertain time? What would be your advice to them? I think um, definitely do something you know about. Yes. Uh, because that definitely helps. Mm -hmm. um, and go for it. I mean, you know, there's so much talent in this world and there's yeah. a place for everybody. So give it a go. Incre incredible absolutely um you know let's talk about tools you know running a business you have so many different tools to use so what has been your go-to tool to run your own business um i use loads of different things actually um yeah. i think if, if we're talking about balancing books i think it's more spreadsheets with me um right. and then a good accountant mm. um i think if you're talking about marketing and pr I would yeah. work with yourself, mm -hmm. but also uh, LinkedIn is a great place to to connect with people. Um, I think word of mouth, um, mm -hmm. previous people I've worked with have recommended us. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously all the other tools we use, PowerPoint and Adobe, and we design a lot of online presentations and all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff. Really. Absolutely. How have you been able to build up um, your confidence your communication skills as you know a leading expert who actually runs their own leadership academy um i i'm a member of a lot of organizations yeah um so um i tend to get a lot of information from that i do attend a lot of online seminars um i regularly um hook in with things at the british psychological society um the world society of statistics um the association of project management mm. so anywhere that i can keep up to date i'm also in fantastic whatsapp groups of people that are yeah. discussing the latest mm -hmm. of what's happening in hr in learning um, i'm also plugged into some really good networks as well with people who share lots of up-to-date thinking as well 
Absolutely. I think building connections is key to basically being able to have different types of um, opportunities right in front of you. So that's really amazing. So just lastly, what sort of words of inspiration um, can you actually share with our listeners just to keep them inspired, really, and motivated to kickstart their vision? Well, I think the best word I can think of is just go for it. Yeah. I, the best two words, go for it. Don't <laughs> hold back. Uh, you know, if you if you fail, so what? But 99% of the time you won't. You've put yeah. the effort in mm-hmm. and everybody wants to see you succeed. You're not alone. We all want people to do well. And that's the great thing about this country is mm. people help each other to succeed. Absolutely, indeed. I couldn't agree more. So thank you so much, Tess, for that amazing um, nuggets and tips that you've given us about, you know, health and also our mental well-being and, you know, how leaders and managers can actually help and support their employees as well. I hope you've really had a great time on the show. Uh, how have you actually found the process of being on the Birth Your Vision podcast show? Wonderful. And Hannah, <laughs> honestly, it's been such a nice experience. I can't wait Thank you so much. Such a pleasure to have you here. So to all our wonderful listeners, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Birth Your Vision podcast. It's really great to have you here. So please rate and subscribe and also share. And I look forward to seeing you next week with another amazing guest on the show. So until next week, see you next time. Thank you so much, Test. Have a great day. Take care, everybody. Bye Bye. for now.